Hello, Christian Warrior. This is Mike Sabonic, your host for the ChristianWarriorAcademy.com podcast. Our mission is to bring you real proven self-defense information and biblical scriptures that glorify the Lord Jesus Christ, our God. We believe Christians are not second-class citizens, and armed with Mark's wisdom, you won't be an easy target or a helpless victim. We're here to empower you with truth to help you train body, mind, and spirit. So welcome, fellow believer. I bring you my mentor, Mark Griesbach. He has impacted the lives of many, and now he's here to share his thoughts with you. So let's get started. All right. And hello, Christian Warriors. Thanks for being with us today. I'm here with uh, our instructor, Mark Griesbach. Mark, welcome again. Yeah, great to be here. Great. Well, you know, we're coming up on this season that you and I talk about where in the spring we always have these things that people call like Palm Sunday or Easter coming up. And, you know, you and I had a a really great discussion before about, um, you know, what this means. And now it's so interesting because some people are calling things like Easter and some people are saying, no, no, we we call that the Resurrection Day. So, Mark, what is is, uh, so important about this time of year or as some people call it festival time? Like what, what is important about this that Christians around the world should know? Well, it's really a great time, and you can see God's power in this time to reveal to the world there's a time to look. Look here, look here. You know, like if you, you found something and you want someone to see it, say, come look, come see that this year is so important. It's like the basic, most important, not just basic but it's basic as a foundation that you build up all your faith and it comes down to romans 1 4 jesus christ declared with power to be the son of god by the resurrection from the dead i know a lot of guys that they aren't christians and they still go find the easter service i know guys that are christians go to an easter service but they don't believe that jesus rose from the dead you know, it, it's amazing, but they still put themselves in a position that they're exposed to some some teaching, part truth, sometimes whole truth, depending if you're going to a good uh, church or not. And churches are usually only as good as their ministers that are teaching. And you mentioned Easter. A lot of guys that uh, get to study into the scriptures, they find out where it's only written one time in the Bible as Easter, where it's really Paschal you know, Passover, uh, you you got to almost have a concordance to get in there to find out the truth. But that's the fun stuff that you come to the Lord and then you dig in to find the hidden meanings of things, you know, as it says in you know, Revelation, that you want to you know, chew on it, gnaw on it, and you know, like a cow chews its cud. You dig, 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 and you find the truth. And you find out that it's really a Passover. And going into the Passover, we have teachings that uh, if anyone wants to go into deeper, which are wonderful things, on the tabernacle, on um, these days, when it is, it's locked in that you have, like, uh, 10 days after the spring equinox, you count off 10, then you go, you know, where you're supposed to bring the lamb in, and you're going to look for a blemish, which stands for looking for faults. You know, and they also you can go in and you will clean out your house, get rid of all the all the leaven, which stands for sin. You get rid of all the sin, and then you watch that lamb for four days, and you come up to the you know after fourteen days, the fifteenth day is Passover after the spring equinox. So it's a locked-in date, 
And uh, that's why you get people having Easter at different times, you know, because they're putting it more with the tradition of man. And that goes again with Colossians 2, 8, 2, 9. Have nothing to do with the traditions or philosophies of men, for the fullness of deity resides in bodily form in Jesus Christ. So when you get into the traditions, like even changing the name of what Passover is and what it's standing for, and you maybe change a lot of little things in there, and they don't even believe Jesus is the Son of God. Well, it goes with Colossians. It says the traditions of men are going to take you to where you're going to deny the fullness of deity in Jesus Christ. So it winds up, it goes that way. But staying with the, um, the example that the season set up for us, that you can have um, all these things happening or put out there as symbols and things that when Jesus came, he fulfilled. That's why we have these teachings just on the tabernacle, just on all the feast days, and we can pick any one of those. And it's uh, proof that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. Just like the example of the apostles, all they had to do was stop doing their doing miracles, teaching all the stuff in the name of Jesus Christ, and they won't get arrested or beaten up. And finally, of course, they were martyred. All they had to do was stop saying the name of Jesus Christ. That's how important this is. So this time, people are exposed to it. And I'll, I'll take this to um, uh, something that we didn't cover maybe as, as much in our teachings, but it's a quick one. When you have the uh, cedar meal or the Passover meal, which is important because that's the one where Jesus was uh, with the, the Last Supper, we call it. And that's where Jesus actually instituted communion. I want to go through these cups real quick. Uh, it's really easy to remember. The first cup, there's uh, four, four cups in the, in the uh, Passover meal. The first cup is a cup of sanctification. All right. All right. So we're all called that. That you know, knowing who we're talking to. That God is God, and how does how do we uh, uh, come to God without dirt on us? You know, our sins that we carry. How do you get rid of these sins? All right. So you got to get sanctified. And the second cup is a cup of plagues, where it shows that if you don't get sanctified, if you don't get cleaned up, you know, you have judgment. You know, and you got the ten plagues that you know, of course, uh, in Egypt. Third, this is the cup that everybody uh, handles when they when they have communion, or or you go to a Catholics to a mass, or you go to different churches. They have the communion time. You have the third cup. Jesus was sitting down there with the apostles, going through the Passover meal, and the third cup was the cup of redemption. And uh, Jesus said, you know, this is the cup of the new covenant of my blood which is poured out for you. You know, this is where he set that up. You know, same thing where, you know, where, you know, take this and eat, you know, this is my body broken for you. This is where communion was established during the Passover time or the Easter time that people misname it. And that Easter, of course, as you study, you find out that it comes from a pagan religion. All right, there's a fourth cup. The fourth cup is praise. And uh, that's the cup that Jesus said, I'm going to um, wait on having this cup until we're all together. You know, like for the Lamb Supper, you know, when we are all, he comes down, creates all the church here. There's going to be no others that uh, can't make it to that meal. 
what a thing. You don't make it to the land, the supper of the Lamb, you know, that you have mm-hmm. sin on you that wasn't washed away by Jesus Christ. No man is without sin. You know, even when you're thinking good, that could be sin right there just thinking you did good. You know, so you need that fourth cup of praise. You want to make it to that time where, hey, he's going to raise it up. It's praise that you all made it, you know, that you, you, you've done it right. The basic foundation of all things is that that third cup is redemption. And his blood is poured out. So he's talking about he's going to go to the cross. He's going to be sacrificed for our sins. And then he's going to be buried. And he raises from the dead. So he's getting into that feast of resurrection. That this is the time that everybody that even is mixed up with uh, bad teachings, uh, which is prevalent right now, be in latter days, uh, we got where people are going to have itchy ears, you know, as in Second Timothy, and then we got for unsound doctrine, itchy ears. You want to hear the bad things, and then you, we've got teaching on that. But then you also have in Isaiah chapter 5 where people are going to be calling, you know, light, dark, dark, light, you know, good, bad, bad, good. You know, just things are going to be twisted around. And we see that, you know, in politics. We see that in how people are uh, handling things with each other, going after money. I mean, everything is so pronounced as a Latter-day thing. So this year, the third cup is during the Passover, which is this time of year, and you even get people saying that they're Christians, but, oh, we don't want anything to do with the Old Testament. We don't want anything to do with uh, all the feast days. Now, that belongs to another religion, or that's old, that's done away with. This proves that Jesus fulfilled all this stuff, learning all about it, getting into different teachings about the seasons and uh, all, all the wonderful things that Jesus fulfilled helps us in our faith to believe, yes, it is real. Oh, this happened. That's why it's like this way. And it shows that God wrote the entire book. He fulfilled all these things. Fulfilling doesn't mean done away with. Fulfilling proofed it out. He is it. It was a forerunner to prove who he is so that you can walk around with more confidence that I do believe in this. This is why I believe in it. Not that it was because your favorite pastor said this and you go somewhere else and another favorite pastor says something else. What's some nonsense? You want to lock on to a truth. And this Passover is all written down in, in Leviticus. You know, It's there. You can look at it when the feast days are and Jesus fulfills it. It's not something pulled up by some pastor or you and I have this um, magic story to come up and talk about. No, it's for everybody. We're nobody. We are just fortunate, uh, blessed by God, to be able to lock on to these things and say, oh, yes, now my faith is stronger. Now let's go to the next thing i got to handle. But I'm going to always have this foundational truth. Jesus Christ fulfilled this. He, he is the third cup. He is our redemption put in during the Passover. Passover time's coming up now, but if we're a Christian, it's every day. We know that this is true. This here time is for everybody to have a chance to hear the truth. And we can see where it's fulfilled. So I, I talk to different Christians, and they say, you know, happy Passover day, or happy Redemption day, you know, happy Resurrection day. Mm-hmm. Right. Hardly ever do they say happy Easter. So if you're saying Happy Easter to someone, you've got to say, well, that's, that's the way he, uh, the fellow you're talking to, then he understands it. You say something else, he might put you out into a, um, a cult right away. 
but it's the truth, and eventually you can bring the truth up to somebody. So it's a very important time, uh, a chance for everybody, uh, an opportunity that you can take someone to listen to a Bible study, especially now there may not be a, a lot of churches going on because of the virus, but you can maybe mm-hmm. do something online or you can talk on the phone or the people you're in, in your household that you bring the things of the Lord up and they'll listen because it's a special day where other days they say, no, they want to do something else. So you have an opportunity to witness, to bring the word of the Lord into them and the word won't come back void. So stand on that truth. I love that. I'm so glad you said that. Like, like a lot of people, like you said, say, well, Old Testament times, you know, those are, those are in the past, those were done away with. But you said he just fulfilled them. He didn't change or get rid of them. I, I like that. I think that that just brought a meat on it for me right now, which was, which was great. And like you said, um, Jesus became the Passover. He, give us, he gave us this resurrection. And that's why I love when you say happy resurrection day. Because the fact is that our whole Christian faith is based upon that fact of resurrection, right? Like, if that didn't happen, everything Jesus said might not have been true, right? So this is That's right. the, what I would call the feast day, right? Would you, would you say it that way? First, First Corinthians 5, 7, Jesus Christ became our Passover, which is the highest of all the feast days. You know, so uh, Hebrews chapter 4, Jesus Christ became our Sabbath which means our rest, our peace. You know, so who is the Sabbath? Jesus Christ. Who is the Passover? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Who is it all about? What is it all about? It's Jesus Christ. And well, who is Jesus Christ? You know, John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word. Word was with God. Word was God. In Him and by Him and through Him, all things are made. You know, that Word became flesh, and that flesh is Jesus Christ. So to understand First uh, Timothy 3.16, that God manifested himself in the flesh in Jesus Christ. You know, so in order for us to uh, commune, have a you know, communion with our Lord God, to be able to talk to him, to be by him, to exist by him at all, he can't be in his all-powerful position because uh, no man looked upon God and survived. You know, you can't be by all his power. So he put himself in the condition of man to save us, the, the most great thing you can do for someone else is lay down your life for someone else. He did that for us. And we'll be walking around eternity knowing that he loved us so much that he proved it. He proved his love. Our way of proving our love is believing and acting upon that faith. Get yourself covered with the blood of Jesus Christ so we all make it up there and we don't have these uh, blemishes that are found on the lamb just before Passover, that we make it there and we can all be together with the Lord. Amen. I love that. And like you said, in uh, Timothy and Isaiah, you know, other people might be twisting those truths. So we have to just stay strong, dig into the word and pull those truths back out. So as Christians can stand on, like you said, the blood of Jesus. Yeah. That that is a big thing. You you bring that up. Um, I'll just put this in here before we got to go that, you know, you have to have it where you're responsible for your own uh, salvation. You you go to the Lord. You can't have it where you're trusting on someone else and, oh, you stand in front of God for judgment and say, well, so-and-so, you know, you're standing there alone, naked, with all your sin. You know, who are you going to call and say whose fault it is? You know, you can't. you got to take this on yourself. And so God gives you all this, and you get that little... Uh, burning ember inside you saying this is right 
and you do it, and you fill it up with the scriptures that you know you can trust. Amos 8.11. Amos 8.11. The famine of latter days isn't for bread or water. It's for the word of God. You go from shore to shore, border to border, there'll be none to be found. It doesn't say there won't be any churches. Oh, there'll be churches on every block. Who knows? Even when Satan returns, Satan comes down, he's going to come down as being God of everything that's called God. So there's going to be plenty of preaching, you know, and we use the example of Jesus being tempted in the wilderness, how Satan does it. He takes the scripture and twists it. So there's going to be pastors, a lot of good meaning, and they'll be out there and they'll, they were taught this, so they teach it that way. Or, which is big right now, uh, do it their way and send them money so that you can earn more money for yourself. So they work on your greedy emotions. You know, so there's such a twisting. The famine of latter days isn't for bread or water, but for the word of God. And so that's Passover time. The word of God is in there somewhere, and leave the truth, and may the truth be uh, just so amplified in everyone's spirit so that our brothers and sisters don't perish. Yeah, amen. Why well, the one thing you taught me, this, this I dragged with me for the rest of my life, is you can't use anymore. That's the way we've always done it, as a way to to keep on something oh. if, you, if it's not based on truth. So I, I'm glad you're helping bring the truth out to us. So, uh, Mark, I, I just want to thank you. I know we could probably create many more, you know, a longer presentation and talk about this because, you know, we can go on. And But I just wanted to make sure everybody got these foundational truths from you because that's really helped my family and I and I know others that, that you've helped. So, Mark, I, I guess I want to say thanks. Is there any last-minute things you wanted to uh, put out there for anyone on this, this great peace day? No, if everybody can open up their eyes when they talk to anyone about the, the Easter season, find a truth in there, and maybe if you got some time because of this virus thing, open up your Bible or, you know, just Google it. Find something, mm-hmm. read about it, and dig a little bit. God is real. So don't think that uh, God can't show himself to you. Just all you got to do is ask. Oh, Great. Well, thanks, Mark, and just uh, happy Resurrection Day to you and your family. And to everyone listening, you. Uh, have a great uh, have a great feast day. So, all right, Mark, thanks yep. again. And, yep, you uh, also. Yep, God bless you. And there you have it, another conversational episode of the Christian Warriors Academy. Our hope is that you learn something new or reinforce something you already knew, so that you're better prepared for the trials and tests of this life. We hope our message helps you better learn the mindset of a warrior with the heart of God. Head on over to our website to get access to tons of great information at www.christianwarrioracademy.com. This is Mike and Mark, and remember, warrior, until the next time, be strong and of good courage. God bless you.